0: Hey, what's going on everybody? I am here with Judy Lin from the DMD Agency and I got a really great opportunity to speak to her today, talk a little bit about digital marketing and her work that she does, which is really great stuff. How you doing, Judy?
1: Good. How are you, Craig? I
0: am doing very well. Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate you being here. So, uh, listen, I have a bunch of questions that I really wanted to ask you in reference to what you do. But first and foremost, can you just tell me about the DMD agency, kind of how it started and what your vision was?
1: Yeah, sure thing. So, we've been in business about 18 years now, and we are a full service digital marketing service. We offer paid search, SEO, which is search engine optimization, content marketing, video marketing, social media and pretty much the whole gamut, also web design as well. And it's pretty much everything that a client needs to start a business or also to elevate their business. And what we do is we get clients on search results, on organic rankings, or paid search rankings, brand awareness, and online reputation.
0: Cool. So, you know, I thinking about SEO, I know sure. some people have seen the term. Maybe you could explain a little bit more about what SEO means.
1: Yeah. Search engine optimization, It's it sounds like a very nebulous term, and yeah. a lot of people don't understand what that means. And. Essentially, there's there's actually a higher level, which is on a macro level. It's called search engine marketing. So when you break down search engine marketing, you have search and optimization as one branch and the other branch is paid search. So SEO is optimizing your business on the web. So that's your branding, your search results. So if someone punches in, let's say, Sushi, Carlsbad, California, then all the search results that you see and you see also the name of the restaurant on the local rankings, they show up. Now they didn't just appear there just on its own. There's, there's actual strategies right. on, on how to, how to get that business online and to get on the top rankings of organic search or paid. So. It's pretty critical. That's how people find you in business. And especially in what I do for medical doctors, because I do specialize in medical marketing. It's really critical because if you're Googling orthopedic surgeon, Newport Beach, California, and they're not showing up in the top three of organic ranking or in your local search, you're, you're going to question the caliber of the doctor, yeah. but if if the caliber of the doctor's reputation is really high, he's going to be ranked in the top three. For organic, his search results will be everywhere. His reviews will be everywhere. So you know if 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 he's pretty much everywhere on the web and in search results for all the top search key terms and. That person, you know, the consultant's done a great job. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
0: I think sometimes some people may not understand the dynamic of what that means. That's right. And how it kind of like plays into the marketing aspect of trying someone trying to promote their business.
1: That's right, yes.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. you know, it leads me mm-hmm. into my next question, which is, why did you choose specialized working with physicians? Like, why does your business <laughs> yeah. kind of focus on physicians?
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, thanks for asking that. It's, it, it wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. It was a very very natural process. I actually had a different company under a different name. And I was taking upon all diverse clients like oil, e commerce, jewelry, tennis, surgeons, medical doctors, but it it reached a tipping point where I was getting so many medical doctors and referrals that I felt like, Oh, I need to I need to grab this and and specialize in medical. And so I rebranded my company to call digital marketing doctor agency
0: have you Have you mm-hmm. felt or seen the impact of going to a something specific like do you feel mm-hmm. like it was just a, the boost you needed for your business, or did it really kind of maybe focus on something that you were really good at just specifically working with physicians
1: well, I mean, even for my business, the reputation of the work that I do is going to be seen differently, so the more specialized you are. The more of an expert you are, right? Yeah. So if I'm kind of all over the place, specializing, well, not specializing, but being general, mm-hmm. then the client sees you differently. So if I say to a new prospect that's a medical doctor and said, "Hey, I've, I've worked for this, 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 this person in Newport Beach, and you know this person in LA or or, or Carlsbad." they're going to see a portfolio of surgeons and medical doctors behind you so they know that you know what you're doing and that other doctors have hired you. And also, there's a certain language that you need to understand in, in, in medical marketing. And the language is is also serving the client as well. They, they want you to package it in a way that's going to of course elicit lead generation and new patients ultimately
0: yeah makes sense
1: so yeah there's this very specific language you got to be able to write on a medical level with, <laughs> with the help of the doctor because of course he's the one that went to medical school so yeah absolutely yeah.
0: it sounds like you have a real passion for the whole digital marketing side and now actually working with doctors
1: yeah thank you yeah well i i do like health and wellness a yeah. lot and if you look at our world, that's what we need. yeah, you know, absolutely. Better, better I agree health. with that. yeah, I'm sure a lot better of people healthcare. would agree with that too.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Like, what do you feel is really the biggest challenge for you, uh, the person in the digital marketing space, you know, just in your field, what do you think is the biggest challenge for you in this field?
1: As far as clients, I would definitely say the amount of budget that you're getting for promoting them. I mean, every client has a different budget, right? Sometimes it's a few thousand, sometimes it's 10,000. It depends, you know, and then sometimes it's like a hundred grand versus a million over the year. So the size of the client matters because he's giving me money, right? He's giving me, he's paying me and I got to figure out how to use that budget to effectively and wisely use that money. So, I think most of the challenges is I, I do see some waste of money in the past. And, and like, for example, if I inherited new clients and the former SEO person didn't do a very stellar job, then I, I see what has been done and what has not been done. And I also see a lot of waste of money. You know, there there's been... Times when a client has spent 10 grand on a two page print ad, a color ad, and I'm thinking, you spent $10,000 on (laughs) on a print ad that's going to expire in two weeks. If I took that 10 grand and I put in SEO or paid search, that's evergreen. It stays, it stays on the web until someone takes that off. And so the marketing budget is definitely one item. And the second challenge, I would say, is content. I'm producing content on a regular basis, on a monthly basis, and content could mean editorial, it could mean, you know, web content, new product offerings, new technologies, it's written content is constant. And I need that for blogs and everything else. And then on that, on top of that, I also use video. Video marketing is a huge, huge component of media. And video can be recycled on so many levels. It's used for SEO and video marketing, for all the video sharing sites, used for press and branding, media kits, commercials. There's so many ways to slice video. And I think what I have found in the past as a struggle is there's only so much so many topics that you can think of in, in generating, you know, after a year or two years, you're thinking, oh, I'm running out of material now to to produce. So I'm always looking for new new information, new content, so I can produce more.
0: Yeah, it would seem to me, and tell me what you think about this, it seems like the digital marketing space needs to be pretty proactive yeah, as opposed yes, to being absolutely. reactive. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, if you're not proactive, you're out of the game. You're yeah. not going to last. There's a sustainability issue in in SEO,
0: yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like the game changes so much, especially yes, in the digital age.
1: Of course, and yeah. then there's also digital media. <laughs> uh, true,
0: very true. So, Judy, I want to formulate this question for you. So, here I am, a new doctor. I'm going to paint this picture. Here I am, this new doctor. Uh, I want to get my name out there, develop my practice. Um, I have some money in a budget that I want to invest in some digital marketing. Can you tell me what the my expectation should be or what the process is like?
1: Yeah, sure. So, if you're a new client, <coughs> new doctor. I would do a full audit first. So it's an audit of the actual website. It's an audit of where the actual business is at as far as organic ranking, local rankings, where they are in citations and directories, where they're at in social media. So it's a full audit of how they're operating their business and how they are being presented on the web and how they're indexed by Google as far as the rankings. And also, I would probably do an audit on the website alone to see where, where they are placements to collect leads. There's like patient lead forms that most doctors websites have, and there's many entry ways to get there. And so I would take a look at that. And as far as a user navigation and friendliness of it as well, and, and branding. And after that, after the full service audit, then I would do probably a strategic plan and start building out strategies on the SEO level, on paid search, on content, video, and so forth. So there's like a couple of phases into that. And the third level would be what has been done in the past, if there's any analytical reports and progression reports from the former SEO consultant or whomever that they had contracted with, and, and see what has worked and what hasn't worked, because it doesn't make sense for me to use the same campaign that didn't work in the in the previous. But realistically, I think most medical doctors and surgeons expect to have results within the first month or or month and a half and that's not realistic. I always I always do educate and inform them and, and give them a realistic painting of what, what will happen and, and I say you're not you're not gonna get results in the first two months. It's just not a realistic time frame. It takes probably on a realistic level, three to six months for the the top search keywords for that client to start ranking and, and get recognized. And I think if you could get the top 10 keywords ranked in, in six months, that's, that's an excellent, excellent milestone and result.
0: Great. You know, is there mm-hmm. by any chance, any other things a physician can do other than the SEO stuff mm-hmm. to kind of help broaden their exposure to people. So if someone wanted to find them and, and maybe not just through the internet, is there anything else that maybe they could do the supplement SEO to help them just be found easier?
1: Yeah. So in the past, if the, if, if the full gamut of digital marketing is already covered, let's say we've done everything, right? The SEO page search, content video, and even like what we're doing now, podcasting. Podcasting is a huge media vehicle right now that I think doctors can participate in. It's it's a form of media. It's a form of advertising. It's a form of of knowing who the doctor is, how he speaks, how he thinks, and what he does. So it, it's a great way to introduce the world of, of his business and his services. So media, digital media is going to become a really big deal. It, it already is, but I think if they can participate more in doing that and also in, in doing Q&A videos, it, it, gives, it gives the world a chance to to see that person in a real view, what they look like, how they speak, what their mannerisms, do they look trustworthy? I mean, the list goes on, right? And, yeah, then, yeah. and on top of that, the online reputation. So I think for the client, if they could get more involved with the programs that, that the consultant is suggesting, then I think that's going to be a, a huge benefit for, for the business overall.
0: Do you, by chance, see doctors like getting excited about this? Like when they're talking about, um, you know, marketing your business yeah. and it talks about like using the digital resources that come our way. Do you, do doctors yeah, get excited about it? Yeah, yeah, no, it?
1: totally. I mean, you know, most of the time when I first meet the, the mark the, um, medical doctors, they're all very excited when I first Meet with them and then we sit down and we plan it out. But what happens is, you know, they're focused on taking care of the patients. I mean, they're a medical doctor, so they don't have a lot of time to devote to marketing. And what happens is they're super excited in the first three, six months and then it kind of, you know, tapers off. And then they don't want to give you that blog because they don't have time to do the blog or they don't have time to edit that blog or give you feedback. And then, you know, I think it's more of a um, long term level that they have a hard time staying super interested. But then if you deliver the results and say, hey, I got X amount of revenue at, you know, in, in these three months and they see the progression, then they get even more super excited and they want to participate more. So if you can show them the revenue and the actual patient leads are coming in more, they get more excited. But they they definitely need to know that this is a long term Investment and not this, you know, two, two month deal.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It sounds like you're yeah. planting seeds. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. and it's just a matter of time before
1: that's right. you know, the
0: results come out. Okay, Judy, you know, my understanding is that you have longevity with your existing clients. And, and from what I understand is that your average client typically is with you anywhere from two to six years. Can yeah, you, that's right. That's pretty awesome. Like, can you yeah. tell me, like, how, uh, what's kind of contributed to that success?
1: Definitely. Well, you got to perform. So, because I think I have performed in the level that the clients wanted. That's why I have been able to stay working, you know, stay in the business. So for a lot of clients, they want to see, of course, results, revenue, and patient leads. And if you're consistently putting them on the top rankings of local and one to three or delivering the amount of leads that they want, then they're gonna keep you. If you stop performing and you don't track and you don't progress, then they probably will let you go. <laughs> it's very, very clean cut yeah. in that way. But I would definitely say performance and results and also having that kind of relationship that I do have with my clients. I mean, obviously they, they have trusted me and I've built that, they lend that trust and it's sustained for up to six years. Yeah. And have yeah. you,
0: do you work with clients that maybe that stop working, but then you go back to working with? Like, do you have like repeat clients?
1: I do. I mean, sometimes they'll come back for, for let's say a specific project, like a video or video production, or they want something very specific for paid search for a few months or, or something like that. I mean, it's a very specific project that they would come back to. Um, but I would definitely say that in the past, because the way I run campaigns, I'm very cohesive. And the campaigns that I run, I look at everything and how it's all interrelated. So if I do some PR, and I do some field marketing community relations that's related to SEO and paid search, it's all tied together. So the cohesiveness of the campaign, I think is very attractive to the clients. Whereas, you know other technical seo guys are very silo in what they do they're very technical and they just want to do link building only or local schemas or optimization on a on a certain project but they don't look how everything is on a macro level a macro level interrelated it, it it is cohesive so i think the clients do like the fact that i can manage at that level. And I have been a marketing director for several companies before I started my agency. So I know how to manage teams and deadlines and projects and the overview. So that has worked really well. And I think clients like to know that, oh, just go to Judy. She'll handle everything. You don't need to call like 10 other people or other designers and programmers. Just go to Judy. She'll handle it and feel assured.
0: Yeah, and I think that's kind of a true testament to what you're doing. I mean, oh, to be that you. person to that people know who to go to in order to, one, get results, and two, to get a good return on their investment. Because ultimately, these doctors are actually out there making an investment that's in, right. in yes. marketing. And ultimately, the key to a good investment is getting a good return.
1: That's right. Thank you, Craig.
0: You got it. So Judy, I had a quick question about social media. Now, social media being so popular now, I... When it comes to doctors and digital marketing, do you see social media being an important part of marketing, and how does it play, or at what level does it play into marketing?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think on the average level, on on the perception of social media, people think social media is digital marketing. It's a part of digital marketing. It's a tiny sliver of digital marketing. So social media isn't exactly the whole gamut of digital, but if it's used correctly, yes, it's very, very effective as far as branding and broadcasting news. So for medical doctors, I, I see it in a couple ways. One is I use social media to demonstrate the doctor's personality and how he speaks and how he answers questions. So I think it's great for like Q&A videos for quick medical questions or you know things that people are curious about. But it's not a lead generating like for doctors i don't see as a lead generating vehicle and if you really think about it serious people that have a serious issue let's say with their back or you know their hip and they're they're googling orthopedic surgeon in newport they're not going to instagram looking for a doctor they're going on google search that's makes sense. right yeah but i would say the core work would be the seo level and the content marketing but social media also adds to the seo juice Mm -hmm. so if you look at it and and you get you know x amount of comments and shares and likes and so forth yeah i mean the social media platforms all of them they do give up uh, they 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 do add a certain level seo juice so that that business that doctor is getting ranked and indexed by google
0: yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I can tell you from personal experience, if sure. I'm looking to search for a doctor, I go on the internet and I'm searching a lot. One of the things I go to is reviews. I want to hear kind of what other people have to say about this doctor. And that's, typically if I don't, and sometimes I take them with a grain of salt, but obviously the more positive reviews I see, that's right. the more it gets me interested into maybe, you know, focusing on that person uh, to go seek some care out. Um, can you tell me like how, what your experience is with reviews and how it kind of plays into kind of your business.
1: Yeah, you nailed a great point. So online reputation is everything, especially for medical doctors and services, right? So Yelp reviews are huge. Google plus reviews, Facebook reviews, all the five stars, any complaints. I mean, you're going, you're going to see that, you know, vitals, you're going to see that online and whether it's a legitimate complaint or not, you know, you don't know what the relationship or what transpired between that patient and the doctor. But the fact that it's on the web, that's not, that's, that's, that could be an issue. And also the frequency of it, you know, if it's just one or two every so often, it's okay. It eventually will get flushed out by the five stars, the five star reviews. But if it's constantly negative reviews, then, you know, and, and and there's a heap of complaints, then you need to reconsider if this is a doctor that you want versus, you know, a doctor that has a clean slate. It's always four stars, always five stars with just maybe a couple. That's a negative. I mean, that's pretty authentic. If it's all clean and all five stars, you feel like it's rigged.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you, mm-hmm. you definitely see a variety of different, like yes. we'd say, results out there.
1: You do. And then you also want to read up on the doctor, right? You want to do your own homework and, and take, besides the reviews, you do want to take a look at the website and, and and see what services are being presented. You may want to call and visit. I mean, I think when you go to the consult, you'll see it. You'll yeah. know.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Then you have a good idea of like, this That's is, right. and it's just a matter of having, a, I would think, in my opinion, it would be a matter of having a good connection with that person. Correct. You know, Judy, this made me actually think like in the past- you know, prior to all this like digital stuff and all these digital resources, like if I actually had an issue, let's say with a physician, like I I may say, I want to write a letter to somebody, or I'm going to report them to someone, or, you know, that would be my, my method of getting my, you know, uh, my point across to someone or trying to get action based on my complaint. Like nowadays in the digital space, you can go to any of these platforms and just write what you want to write about, you know, your experience. So what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. And the truth of the matter is that digital gives people power and and you can go on Yelp or Google Plus or Facebook or any of these platforms and write your experiences whether they're true or not is a different story but i'm just saying that that option is now available and it's 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 a very powerful and dangerous option for the client so you know if a patient did have a negative experience, potentially, yeah, that person could cause quite a rift in in his reputation. You know, again, it's the frequency of it. If there's a lot of negative reviews on a consistent basis, that, that is an issue and that needs to be corrected. But if it's just one or two, yeah, I mean, it needs to be addressed. Most of the time, the client or the manager... Of the business will reach out and will give some sort of um, communication or compensation, and that that kind of relationship does get repaired. But yes, you're you're absolutely right. It, the digital arena is open game. Yeah, and transparency is as well.
0: And you know, I was thinking like on the flip side to that, I think nowadays. You know, by taking advantage of all the resources that the internet and the different apps and platforms out there to learn about something you want to purchase, or in this case, uh, a doctor that you want to find, are just so attractive. Like, I think so many people go to that to look about, to learn about well, in this case, physicians, and to learn about their background, to actually see their faces, see their practice, see their websites, That's right. you know, and actually say, wow, this is, they have an awesome website. Wow, they're interactive. Wow, I know I could, I could, you know, speak to them virtually, or I have all these different options that I may not get with, let's say, a traditional doctor who's not doing this digital marketing is pretty cool. And I think nowadays, I think people really enjoy doing that. That's right. You know, and they seek that out. Like first thing people do is they jump on the internet looking for information about a person, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's and, that's why you need to make sure all your content is meticulous and correct and very service oriented. Yeah, that content and that website is is your central business card. It's your presentation to the world. So it needs to be very meticulous.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely agree with that. So, Judy, on that note, I just want to take a moment of time just to thank you. I really enjoyed spending the last you know 20-some-odd minutes here talking to you about just digital marketing and physicians and kind of how this whole thing plays together. It's really, really cool stuff, and I know a lot of people get some really good value out of this. So, if people want to find you, how do they go about finding you?
1: So, my website is digitalmarketingdoctor.us, and it's all spelled out, and Remember, it's .us and not .com. Right, .us. Okay, That's and right.
0: what about social media? Can people find you on social media?
1: Yes, um, you could just Google Judy Lynn. I'm pretty much everywhere. Nice, well, <laughs> yeah. I would expect that, actually. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> cool, and uh, any last words? Anything else you wanna say?
1: Digital is evergreen.
0: All right, digital is evergreen. Well, thank you very much, uh, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.